Good morning. I'd like to talk a little bit this morning before we do some sitting practice together. Uh, talk a little bit about our practice and what we're doing here. As I said yesterday, when gentlemen asked me the question about what's changed in my practice, is I have a better sense of what I'm doing here <laughs> than I did when I first started. <laughs> it takes a while <laughs> to figure this out. So on the first day, this is now our second day, full day of practice. On the first day of our practice, we're generally uh, arriving here. You know, uh, sometimes we may have the impression that we're, you know, supposed to just be able to sit and walk and sit and walk, you know, sit down, have the mind be very clear and focused and, you know, as soon as we, we get here, ready to go. But the truth is that the retreats have a rhythm and there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. And each part of those uh, stages of retreat have a whole different feel, a whole different way of being here. It's not like you turn on and then at the end you turn off. There's something that's consistent through the whole time. So in the beginning, we really want to honor this sense of arriving because we've come in from a very different kind of lifestyle, from many of us very busy, very active, engaged with a lot of things. And so it takes a little bit of time to start to slow down both the body and the mind. And we really make a distinction in this practice between the body and the mind. It's one of the things that we start to understand, that the body has a certain nature, the mind has a certain nature. So we begin to slow down, and it's one of the ways we begin to orient in our retreat is by helping this body to slow down because it'll be at a different speed generally when we first come in. And so that's one of the things about this beautiful environment is it really supports that. And we support each other in that slowing down. So as the body slows down, our breathing starts to become a little bit more calm, more connected. The mind starts to settle a little bit more too. The mind, this mind-body connection And so the first day of a retreat really is this sense of arriving, getting used to a new rhythm, a new way of being here, particularly with a large group of people in one building, finding the rhythm through the building, even finding your way through the maze of the building, Uh, sitting, sitting for longer periods. Probably some people in this room haven't sat for 45 minutes you know, in one, in one period. You know, so getting used to the body posture of sitting and, and that, that feeling, the, the, the sensations, the tensions, the, the accumulations of what we carry in the body, sometimes pain. Sometimes there's a lot of pain in the body and sometimes we don't even know that till we start to get more quiet and we start to settle and start to feel the aches and pains and places with tight and tension. And so 
we start to settle, arrive, connect. Catherine was speaking about the how of doing this last night, this wise effort, how we bring, uh, which I like to think of as an effortless effort, you know, but it still requires a certain kind of intentionality of how we are with our experiences. So this settling, gathering, we're gathering ourselves back together again. You know, we come in here, we may feel quite fragmented, like our mind's going in lots of different directions. That, that channel that we're on, we have to change the channel, change the speed. All right, so we slow it all down a little bit more, and so we can connect. Arriving means that we're arriving here. We're settling here, coming back here coming back here to this present moment, to our experience, how it is now. Not how it was yesterday or last week or how it's going to be in a week. How is my experience right now? I love this phrase of around this, uh, this is the way my heart is right now. Something that I say to myself, this is how my heart is right now. It's kind of feeling into my experience, how it is right now. This, this connecting, attuning, settling, gathering, coming back together again. Coming back home, really. Now. Just now. And this is what's so, so lovely about our practice, both as teaching and also as a practitioner, is our practice is very simple, it's very, very simple. We're, we're really you, almost always just saying the same thing. You know, just directing our attention back here, now. And, and so, so this first day, the second day, we're really this, we're in this gathering our attention back here, now. And, and that's our practice. We're invited to simply pay attention and to know what's happening. Just this moment. Just this moment. Just this moment. This is, and there's plenty here. We, we, our plate is full already, just in this moment. We don't really have to go back too far or go ahead too, too far. You know, it's just what's here now. And, and our practice, in our practice, we're really drawing on two functions of the mind, primarily primarily in our practice, two functions of the mind, which we've been speaking about, Yanai and Catherine, speaking about mindfulness and samadhi, right? Mindfulness or concentration. Mindfulness and concentration, the Pali word, the Sanskrit is sati for mindfulness, samadhi for concentration. So the mindfulness, this mindfulness really is, is translated as this attending, Attending, right? or or translation I like is um, uh, placing to place our heart near, just coming near, coming close, uh, to be present with, just that mindful, to be present with what's happening. This 
so, so this, this coming into contact with whatever's arising in the moment, whether it's a sensation or the breath or a sound or a thought or an image, an emotion, a mood, a sight, taste, just coming into contact, this mindful attention, placing our attention near. And this is really the conduit for our wisdom. This is really what brings forth our understanding. Because unless we're actually present, we're not going to get to know or to understand our experience. Perhaps you've heard this lovely little uh, story. Somebody was in Las Vegas and they saw this sign that says, you must be present to win. And it's a, this must have been a practitioner because they noticed that that was actually true about what, what, what our, our spiritual journey. We must be present to win. So we're cultivating this quality of mindful attention. And the second function is the concentrated, cultivating the concentration, which is really the, the gathering the collecting, the unifying, coming back together again. So the mind's not in one place and the body's in another place, but we start to unify the body and the mind so it's in one place. And we know where we are. I know where I am, and I know what's happening. So this, this quality that we're cultivating is this, this faculty of knowing, awareness, attention. And we, de- we strengthen this, we deepen this, which is our conduit for wisdom and understanding. This is how we develop in the practice. Interesting, this word religion, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this word religion, when I was looking it up, it if you break it down, it's, it's religio, the Latin is religio. And ligio has to do with the ligaments or the fragments. And re is bringing it back together again. And so religion refers to the unification, coming back together again, this unifying quality. May it be so. May it be so that this is what happens. It's a kind of a, a reuniting, a rebinding, coming back together again. So as we become more mindful, we become more concentrated, the mind starts to settle down, becomes more quiet, quiet, starts to slow down. Everything starts to slow down a little bit more. So, and in that slowing down, we can see a little bit more clearly. The mind becomes brighter, more unified, more clear. We say sometimes like a clear forest pool, so that when you look at the pool, you can see the reflections. When the mind starts to quiet down, the monkey mind, that chattering mind, the thinking mind that can be moving pretty quickly, isn't necessarily running the show. 
And when the monkey mind isn't running the show, then something else is able to come into the foreground. And what comes into the foreground is this capacity for clear awareness, for full awareness. So we can begin to see, we can begin to understand, we have insight into the nature of things. That's why this is called insight meditation. Because we start to see clearly. And then when we see clearly, we can know when we get distracted, because when we get distracted, then we can bring the attention back. And that's really the key. The key to this practice is the returning, the coming back again and again and again. Making that intention. And this is the training. We're training the mind. So it's not just going off like the monkey mind here and there and where, everywhere. Coming back here, arriving here, settling here. And so we begin with the body, this foundation of the body to help us ground, to help us settle, to return. We have the, the posture. We can feel our bodily postures, walking, sitting, standing, lying down, grounding, feeling our body as the earth element, connecting with the earth, heaviness, density, solidity, sometimes air, sometimes fire, sometimes water. These elemental forces of our body, coming back to that, gives a sense of what's real. It's not abstract. It's not imaginary. Something real here. You can touch it, feel it. And this is really, our body is the source of our life. This is what's so interesting when I think about all those years of being so disembodied and so disconnected. I didn't really have a life a real life. Because the life comes through the senses of seeing and hearing and tasting and touching and smelling and feeling, which is sensations in the body. The body comes alive. And if I'm separated from my body, I'm separated from life. I'm separated from the world as it really is. Because then I'm just living in the world of my imagination and the world of my ideas. It's made up. It's making it up. (laughs) But what's real? Starting to come into connection with this as it is. So this is really our invitation as we begin our retreat is to Meet our body with full awareness. Seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, smelling, feeling, the sensations, the felt sense. To know the body as a body. And really what that means is that we have a basic sense of, the, of feeling sensations. The, feel, the feeling of sensations, the awareness of, of the, even the seeing, there's a, a knowing of that seeing, 
seeing as sensation, hearing, tasting, our food, what's moving through the body, pleasant, unpleasant, but we're here, we're alive with the, with the experience. Posture, breath, sensations, bodily sensations, sounds. This is what brings us into the aliveness of our experience. And we know it by giving it our full attention. Whatever is arising, moment to moment to moment. And we begin to know the difference between the body and the mind. What's the mind, the thinking, the imaginations, the storylines, the narrative? And what's the body? Seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, feeling, sensing. Pleasant, unpleasant, and somewhere in between. So we fully, as much as possible, this is the invitation. It's not a right or wrong or a good or bad. It's just we're invited into this journey together to see if we can fully inhabit our experience coming into a kind of intimacy with what is. And in a way, this is what I say to myself, not looking for anything else but this. Not looking for anything else but this. So arriving, just letting ourselves arrive without expectation, without judgment, without even reactivity of possible, sure, we'll find ourselves getting reactive, but can we then step back a little bit and maybe not get reactive to our reactions, not get reactive to our judgments? And even if we do get reactive to our reactions, can then we step back just a little bit and then maybe not get reactive to our reactions to our reactions? There's always the next can we just step back just a little bit more? A little bit more so we're, we're out of the need for things to be other than, other, other than they are. Just the way they are. This is the kindness, the compassion that we bring to each moment as well as we can, as best as we can. So we'll sit just for a little bit together. Finding your posture for your meditation. Posture that You can sustain for a period of time. Sitting or standing, sometimes lying down. Always helpful in the beginning to make contact in a very direct way with this body. 
I begin with some sense of the uh, hard, the sensations of hardness or firmness, some solidity where I can feel like my butt against the chair, or the cushion, or the bench. Let that the weight of my body, as the gravity pulls down and supports my upright position. I feel my weight, heaviness, arms and hands and legs and feet. Just let the weight connect with the earth. I locate myself. A sense of here-ness. I am here. Now, and I know this, collecting and gathering my attention here, the breath can be a great support as I breathe in and breathe out. Feeling and sensing those sensations, the rising and falling of my chest or belly, feeling the air element moving through my nostrils, my throat, my lungs. This breath of life. And with each out-breath, softening areas of holding or tightness. Letting go. with an attitude of receiving, being receptive to what's here, what arises moment to moment to moment with a kind and caring attention. Being interested when I lose the mindfulness, when my mindfulness falls apart. And then in the noticing of this returning, reconnecting again with the body, sensations, one sensation, the breath, might be even a sound, this immediacy of what's here. So 
when I get distracted through my thinking, or imagining, planning, worrying, remembering, that noticing, that recognition of thinking is happening, just very gently reconnecting to the body. Might be one breath, one half breath. One sensation, one sound. Just this moment. Don't really need to look for anything other than this.
So before we go into our announcements and some other things we'd like to share this morning, just wanted to check in and see if you had any questions that are arising about your practice this morning. We just have maybe five minutes or so in case there's anything in the room uh, that's that's arisen uh, since you've arrived here, particularly around your meditation practice. Anything anybody would like to comment on or ask about? Maybe I can... um, um, Should we use the mic and... I'll try repeating the question. Okay. Um, it relates to the question asked yesterday. Maybe we should use yeah. the mic, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. It relates to the question asked yesterday where the person was thinking about aging and what was happening in the future. And I find when I meditate, I'm mostly thinking about planning in the future or reliving memories. Often it's quite enjoyable when I'm planning. And um, what? how do you decide when's the time to take action about a thing? Because when I heard the question yesterday, I was like, well, maybe it's time to look into assisted living facilities or something like that. <laughs> so how do you decide when it's useful mm-hmm. and when it's not serving you? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, because um, what we're... What we're doing here is learning how to meditate and learning about meditation so that there's enough connection and clarity with our experience that we can take appropriate action. And we're not acting out of our anxiety and our fear and our, um, our, our hopes and dreams. And so, so we want to see first, like step one, which is what we're doing here, that we can actually find a way to be settled and connected with our experience and see what kind of action feels appropriate for what's arising in our experience. So here on retreat, we really encourage you to let go of those plans and those ideas that you might have for the future so that you can get a sense of what it's like to train the mind. So here, we want to put all of our energy and all of our intention into the mind training, which is letting go, right? And trusting, there's a great deal of trust there, that if I do that and as I do that, I will know the appropriate response at the time when it's needed. And absolutely, there's a time for that, but... Not now. (laughs) Now, there might be things arising now that do need attention, but perhaps there'll be enough sense of whether that's necessary or not. You know, as we know, 98% of our thoughts are pretty much repetitious. They're just, we're having the same thoughts over and over. They're not that useful. So we want to be able to know when those 2% thoughts are worth listening to. Thank you. So it would look like, if you allowed yourself to give into it, it would look like sleeping more? Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you know, I don't know what the other teachers would say, but I would say, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Really, I mean, your gut is telling you that, and sometimes we just try to push through. It's not so useful. And that's what you're sensing. I'm getting a sense that that's... Yes. Yeah. You're just kind of falling asleep or getting exhaust, feeling that exhaustion. Yeah, I I think taking some time for real self-care right now and attending, that would be a response that... You know, it's coming up in your mind, and and see what happens. Take a take a good sleep, and then see how you feel. You know, go from there. Yeah. I have been doing that. Yeah, so. yeah, it's not uh, done yet. Right. You know, okay. it has its own timeline. Yeah. So self care, really making self care important now. Now, there's a reason you're exhausted, and uh, really pay respect to that. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.